Welcome to the Travel Brand Podcast. I am Uwinton. Today is Saturday, August 20th already, my bros. And man, summer and life is just ripping by. I keep telling you, man, it's already almost the end of August. September rolls around. Next thing you know, Christmas is here, right? playoff football and shit it's gonna go by fast which is a good thing for me i need to get into april of next year to start feeling cozy you know what i mean anyway uh it's been a really weird fucking work at week i'm gonna tell you what my boss was calling me last week and he goes i'm gonna tell you something man i just interviewed a guy and you're not gonna believe what his name is you'll never guess in a gazillion years if that's even a fucking number okay I said, okay. Uh, I didn't even try. He goes, his name is Abracadabra. And I'm like, you're fucking shitting me, right? You're not, It's not even possible. It's something you can't even imagine. Abracadabra, is that like... Because he, he told me, he goes, yeah. He goes, what's your name? And he goes, Abracadabra. Just as nonchalant and in your face as you fucking can believe it, bros. And it's true. But that's not the funny part. Okay, the funny part is his middle name and last name. Okay, his name is Abracadabra, anytime, anywhere. It's on his fucking driver's license. Okay, I'm sure we can look it up. Okay, and I'm thinking this, uh, no one would name their child that, right? Especially because when he rolls up on the site, because my fucking boss hired him, right? He didn't even meet dude. He didn't even meet him. Okay, not in person. Because if he would have, he would not have hired him. He just wouldn't have. Would not have. Never in a gazillion years, okay? So he hires guy, right? He shows up on my job site. He's late, right? He texts me or something. I'm just leaving now. And I text him back, dude. We start at 7, okay? That was it. So he shows up and he rolls up onto the site. And he's driving a probably a... It had to be uh, mid-80s fucking Toyota pickup truck full of trash and tools. And it wasn't trash, it was just junk. Like, fucking junk. Not garbage, but junk. And some tools and shit, and it's just loaded, and it's got all kinds of paintings and shit on the side of it. Dudes, I I wish I'd have had a picture on my, on my phone. I took a picture. It's in my work phone. I don't feel like getting it out, but it had shit all over it. Paintings and... And all that shit. And he gets out of his truck. And uh, I could tell. I mean his hair was disheveled. He looked like a homeless dude. Okay just rolled out of his sleeping bag. Hair all fucking disheveled. I got long hair right. It's, it's in the middle of my back almost. But whenever I'm out in public. Or when I go to work. It's pulled back tight. Looking good. By the way I'm thinking about cutting my hair off. Just because I'm shedding like a fucking dog. Hair all over the fucking place. My wife's finding it in her bathroom. Fuck, it's just every fucking where. Anyway, back to dude. I'm showing, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be judgmental at first. I'm going to have a little fucking look on my face, though. You know, like like a raised eyebrow, if you know what I'm saying, right? I'm thinking, ah, oh, shit. And he, uh, he goes, are you, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm Patrick. And I'm walking him into the house, and I'm showing him some, I said, so you're a carpenter, because my boss said he said he's a fucking carpenter and uh i say you a carpenter because i got some shit i need done that a carpenter can do right he goes no i'm not really a carpenter i just 
I'm not using his accent, but he's from Southeast, Southeast Asia somewhere. I know it's like, and that reminds me, I asked him, I said, so where are you from? Dude says, from the sky. We all come from the sky. And he got this sort of an attitude about it. And I'm all like, shit. So I said, well, you a carpenter? And he's like, no, I'm not a carpenter. I just got it. I just decided I was, you know, I was doing something. And I decided I was going to, because I can do some stuff. I'll buy some tools and start doing that. I'm like, oh, fuck. One thing about dude, though, he worked all day and kept his head down. I had him vacuuming. Right, I said, vacuum this this shit up over here and clean this up a little bit. Well, he's on his hands and his knees with a shop vac, and he's got that fucker ground into the the subfloor. Right, we don't have any flooring in down there, and he's sucking it completely off. The, it was spotless, okay. But that's what I had him do the rest of the day, because I'm like, no, I'll just have him. He kept his head down, but the 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 fucking owner of the house shows up. Right, the owner of the house is is uh. You know, he's he's a doctor, I'll just put it like that. He's not really, I mean, and he's fucking loaded, all right? He's the nicest guy in the world. And I was going to, you know, I typically introduce anybody that I'm working with to the owners, you know, so he knows that they're with us. I couldn't do that. I couldn't say, hey, hey, Aaron, here's uh, Abracadabra. <laughs> new fucking employee named abracadabra y'all remember the episode when i was telling you of the dude that i knew that always said and everything like that right it would have been better if he'd have named himself abracadabra and everything like that now that would have been fucking funny so anyway, I had to run off to the store and get the microwave for the owner, which is all the way down and fucking spun away and shit. Anyway, we got another worker. His name is Casey. Casey's a good kid. He's smart. He wants to learn. He's learning. He's intelligent, but he's inquisitive. He'll gonna, he's going to ask the question. So he asked the question, where'd you, where'd you get your name? <laughs> and dude said, from God. Now that is a takeoff, okay? Just a just a little bit weird. Um, can't really introduce. Can't, can't just can't have it. Can't have it. And then he went off. And then Casey had to ask him because he's like he's like he's fried. It seems like he's fried, like acid fried. Um, you know, psychedelic fried. You know, whatever. It just seems a little fried. Yeah, and then anyhow, so I called the boss yesterday. He happened to call in sick. He called in yesterday. He says, I can't make it. And he sent me a picture of his truck on the in the middle of, it looked like I-5. It was a major highway with cars blazing by him with a cop car sitting in front with his lights flashing. I'll, I'll keep you updated, he says. I'm like, holy shit. That's, <laughs> I don't fucking know. But it seems like he was a little bit fried. And, uh, I mean, I can re I'm can. i not going to judge too much, right? I mean, the, he kept his head down. He was just a little weird. I mean, we might have been able to use him, but not on this site, not on the, you know, multi-million dollar homes. It just didn't, unless he's going to, you know, clean up, clean up a little bit, right? Clean up a little bit. Pull your hair back, man. Do something. Pull it back, you know? So, anyway, one of the other guys in the, one of our other team members... Some guys call it team, and I'm just not, no, we're not team. Anyway, he uh, looked it up, and, he, and on his resume, he 
says something about his education was like the Trinity of God or some kind of bullshit. He was, he's off his rocker. Okay, so that's just it. So uh, the boss finally said, "Nah, I'm gonna call him up and let him know." Yeah, I'm like that dude. We, we just can't have it. You know, it's not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. How would you guys, you know, approach that bullshit? You know, I have no idea. But I wanted to read something to you. All right, I just just read it recently. I, I've read it before, but I want there's something that I read. Check this out. Before the president's faces were carved into the Mount Rushmore, it was called the Six Grandfathers, part of the sacred hills of the Lakota tribe. The U.S. government seized the land illegally in 1877 after gold had been discovered there, and President Grant secretly ordered the army not to protect local tribes. As bounty hunters collected up to $300 for each Native American killed, the carving of four presidents into the hills took place in the 1920s, funded in part by the Ku Klux Klan. There you go. I know I've mentioned it before. It's sacred, man. It's sacred to the Native six grandfathers, right? I know I've talked about it, but it was it was the government's way to put the presidents there to be like in your fucking face, right? It was treaty. It was given to the tribe. You know, it wasn't. I don't even fucking understand the government how they can fucking give us something that was already theirs, already ours. How do you fucking do that? I get pissed. You can tell I'm a little agitated by it because I just get pissed off. I don't. You know, I don't know why. Uh, it just, it just makes me so fucking mad that people don't even fucking care. They don't, they don't even fucking care. And I, you know, I don't know. I just get all worked up about his it. bullshit. It's all a bunch of B fucking S. I ain't Mount Rushmore. That was the carver. I think he was the guy, the fucking engineer, whoever the fuck it was. Why can't, why can't that Mount Rushmore just fucking get blown up or something, hmm? Why can't that happen? It's because it's owned by the federal government. It was given to the tribe in the treaties, right? I mean, they gave them that. Well, well, wait a minute. There's gold in them there hills. We better take that shit back. And now, if you, if you see any engines, we'll go ahead and you can kill them too, and we'll give you 300 bucks for each and every one you bring unto us, which was basically a scalp, right? $300 back in the fucking 1877 was a lot of fucking money, right? $300 right now is a chunk of fucking change, right? To somebody who's really, really fucking poor, they, you know, $300 is a lot of fucking money. Anyway, I'm not going to get too much into a rant about that because it just pissed me the hell off. I'm coming home the other day and I'm pulling off of, uh, I'm down at Winco there in Sumner. I'm getting onto the 410 Highway. And here's a dude pulled off to the side, and he's waving me over. And I thought it was like, man, he keeps waving, like maybe it's, it's something, right? Like it might be important. So I pull over, and I'm suspect, right? I'm a little like, what the fuck? So I roll my window down over there a little bit on the passenger side. He's like, brother, brother. And he's saying something about fucking being from Iran or fucking whatever the fuck. He was from over there somewhere. And I've seen him before, and this is the kicker. Right? He's like, hey, I just run out of gas. I need money. He starts 
pulling a fucking big fat ass ring off his finger like it's going to be real fucking gold, right? And he's going to sell this to me for like 20 or $30, right? So he can get a little fucking gas, right? I could tell that's what he was going to do. So I'm like, dude, I don't have any cash. And I do have cash. I'm just like, fuck you, man. I ain't got no cash. I'm like, fuck off, man. And he cops this attitude and like rolls his fucking eyes and walks off like I'm dis- doing him a disservice or something. Like, like uh, you know, you're not my bro no more, right? And I remembered that guy. Right then, I remembered the truck and I remember him. About a month ago, I'm pulling off a of 410 onto my exit to go into Sumner where I live. And there's a woman there, and she's got a sign talking about how, you know, the sign's reading, like, you know, I need, you know, money, my family, my kids, whatever. And I'm like, eh, I got a couple dollars in change. I'll give it to her, right? And I look across the road, and I saw a dude and a little kid, and I saw a gray fucking truck sitting on the side of the road. And a fucking light went off in my head the other day. That's dude. That was the same motherfucker that was sitting up the road having his old lady out there fucking chump changing it motherfucker anyway if you see it it looks like an iranian dude and a woman with black hair and a little kid asking for money over here in the sumner area fucking don't give them shit they're scammers man you've seen the scammer guys will fucking try to sell you fucking cheap ass gold right tell you fake gold fuck if you guys fall for that shit anyway you hear about abby the dog I can't remember what, what state she's from, but her owner had lost her a couple months ago, right? And they thought, uh, wow, she's gone. She's dead. Well, there were some people in a cave just the other day, you know, exploring or whatever. They're way down deep in a fucking cave, and guess who they find? They find Abby the dog, and she's still alive. She happened to plant herself in where there's some water, and she just stayed right fucking there. She's been in there for two months. Well, she's been gone for two months. Who knows how long she's been down there? I, I, I can assume that maybe she's been in there the whole time. But they found her. She was skinny skinny as a fucking rail. But uh, congratulations, Abby. And congratulations to their mommy and daddy, too, because they got their dog back. Right? You know, we have animals, man. I've talked about it before. The four-leggeds, man. They bring us fucking happiness and joy. They have a spirit about them. I saw a video just the other day on Twitter where a dog had been lost for, I think, 10 months or something or a year. might have been three years. It was a long fucking time. And uh dude's standing there, and the dog is sort of apprehensive at first. He's on a little, a little leash or something, and, and he, doesn't, he doesn't quite get it. But then as soon as he walks up to dude, dude kneels down, and is instantly the dog fucking remembered him. And he started wagging from the tail all the way to the end of his fucking nose. He was so happy. Man, treat your animals right. Somebody just recently, I believe, was up here in Seattle somewhere. It might have been, I don't fucking remember where, but it was what mattered is that somebody had left their dog out on the deck. And the motherfucker died because they left him out on the deck. Right? It was one of them high-rise decks, right, where his dog couldn't get back in. Out there all day, he's dead. Now, what do you do with that person? What do you do with a person who abuses their animals like that? That's right up there in my thinking. That's right up there with those fucking chuckleheads who leave their children in the car. Right? Their babies in the fucking car seat. Right? How do you fucking do that? How do you even... There was that one dude that was convicted a few years ago, but apparently just recently it was overturned for, for because of a technicality or something. 
How do you leave your children in the car when you go into the store? It just, I mean, it just blows my fucking mind. It's murder, okay? You do that to your animals, too. You do that to your dog. That's fucking murder, too. It's like killing your children, man. I think people like that. I think people that... <laughs> this is my thinking, right? This is the way I feel about it, and I think about it. You leave your animal in your car, your children in your car, and you go into Walmart, right? And you go in there for three hours, right? They should leave you in that motherfucking car for three hours, all right? Just lock you in there and let you fucking suffer, okay? Maybe not let you die. Just wait until you're almost dead. Then drag you out and rehydrate you and kick you to the curb. Fucking assholes. You don't leave your animals or your kids in your car, no matter what. It's not like the 60s, man. We were left in the car all the fucking time. But it's not the 60s anymore, right? Imagine how many kids fucking died in their cars back in the day. Yeah, you didn't hear about it. Didn't hear about it because of fucking social media and shit. I, I don't know. I'm just babbling today. Did y'all know that there was 13,000 American Indian men fighting in World War One? 13,000. We weren't even U.S. citizens yet. Okay? I don't think we were citizens yet. When was uh, World War One? Let me look it up. World War One. I know I do this sometimes. And it might bother some of you, but sorry about that. World War One. World War One. Let's see, it started in, yep, 1918. We weren't even citizens yet, and we're fighting in a war for a country that's not even ours, right? It's not even called our land yet, but we're getting drafted to go fight in these wars, right? My grandmother was born in 1918. That's when that fucking thing started. Damn. You know, what? It, what you hear all this land back and shit, but you know what's really going on? Is Indians are starting to run for fucking running politics and shit, right? They're starting to run for offices, okay? Give it another 20, 30 years. Indians are going to get it back one way or another. They are right now in some of the fucking casinos. I've already talked about that a little bit. But, yeah. Um, oh, doctor's going to finally do surgery on my knee, right? It's a torn meniscus, right? We've all known that. I've told you all that. It's a bad knee, right? So I go back to the doctor. They give me this fucking brace, right? It's like a mechanical type brace. It's big, it's bulky, and if you don't have it on right, it, it fucks your leg up a little bit. But I go back into the doctor, and they, they find, they, you know, the nurse comes in. She goes, how's it feel? I said, it feels like shit. It still hurts. I'm telling you, it's the meniscus. It's not arthritis. The first doctor's like, yeah, it's arthritis. You know why? They, he looked at one fucking x-ray that was taken when I first went in by the chuckleheads at the urgent care so they took one shot right one shot of my knee with the x-ray and that gave him one perspective one fucking vision so the first orthopedic surgeon sees it and he goes oh you're gonna fucking arthritis if we get in there and we gotta take out cartilage it's gonna fuck you up and he's saying shit like you know it's 90 percent chance it'll work and 10 that it'll fail and my odds man i'm a betting man i'll take 90 fucking I'll take nine, nine over one any time, right? That's a good fucking bet in my mind. So I go back to the doctor the other day, and they take three more x-rays, right? Different angles, bent differently, and shit like that. He calls me, and he goes, yeah. He goes, it's not getting any better. We're going to have to get in there and fix it. I said, oh, 
what about the arthritis oh no we you know he even said three months ago yeah it's we can't do anything but he finally decided to take some more x-rays because it's still fucked up now he's saying that yeah we can arthritis wasn't nearly as bad as we thought and i'm like oh so it's just, you can still fix it oh yeah we yeah we'd be able to fix it we got like 80 percent chance and we'll fix it and i'm like well let's fix it then so he's going to recommend surgery but the fact of the matter is I've been walking and working and twisting and turning on this fucking knee for almost a year now with a tear in it. And I got to fucking think that that tear's gotten bigger because it fucking hurt. He even had me go, yeah, it's, it's swollen right there. I'm like, so it's been swollen for almost a year now. <laughs> fucking assholes. Ellen and I, see, if I, had, if I had the cash, right, if it was all, or insurance, right, it I got insurance, but I'm not going to put it on my insurance. Why the fuck do I got to pay for that shit? Hell, and I should pay for it. I did it at work. So anyway, they're going to fix my knee finally. Okay, it's going to be a year in October. They'll fix it. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll be all be better, man. I'm tired of hurting all the time. I'm tired of my knee fucking bothering me. It keeps me up at night sometimes, man. When I'm walking, it fucking hurts. Oh, you know, I don't, can't, you know, the fucking one doctor, he's like, yeah, I told him, I said, the, the meniscus is torn. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's torn. But, you know, it's, it's arthritis too. I'm like, fuck you, man. Anyway, I'll stop ranting about me now. I don't know what else to talk about today. Oh, yeah, that, you see where that one dude's running around? I think it was Seattle. Kicking people in the face when they're sitting down. And I think this is the fucking guy they got locked up, but... They can't get him to the the fucking mental ward or whatever because it's too full or something, right? Or they got they, there's some kind of fucking technicality. He's getting paid like three hundred bucks a day to be in jail because his rights are being violated somehow, some way, some shape, some form. But he run around kicking people in the face, women in the face. They're down doing something near the ground. He just kicks them in the face. Now we know that's mental and shit. But how are how are how are we paying him three hundred dollars a day? And how is it? I mean, it already costs like three hundred bucks a day. They say to fucking man a man man somebody in jail. Well, that reminds me. I heard about this the other day. The fuck that you hear about the two judges? They're doing like forty six years in prison because they were found guilty of putting juveniles in a new built in a in a jail for profit, right? where they were getting kickbacks because they were housing people in this fucking jail that was making money off of fucking prisoners. This is fucking America, ain't it? I mean, who are you going to... If you can't trust a judge... I guess corruption is everywhere. Money corrupts everybody. Money changes people, you know? I don't know. I just think that's some bullshit. So those guys get, you know, 46 years in jail... They're ordered to pay like $200 million to somebody. How the fuck are they going to pay $200 million? How are they going to make any money if they're in, in prison, right? Oh, yeah, they, they make $5 a, a week. <sighs> fuck off, man. Why even bother? Just take that money. Get that money from the government, right? Give it to everybody. Oh, there's some of these horn out there. So, anyway, guys, uh, I seem to have lost my mojo here let me see what else i was gonna I, I did have a lot of stuff going on in my life uh 
oh yeah did you hear this fucking kid the black kid somewhere he calls the cops he's at mcdonald's he's got cold fries what's he gonna do he's gonna call nine fucking one one so he calls nine fucking one one and he's he does they find a warrant for for his arrest for murder right he's got a murder warrant out on him and he's gonna go ahead and call nine one one and complain about his fries being cold so they're trying to lure him in. They're like, yeah, we need you to sign this. And he's like, I ain't going to fucking come sign that. Yeah, I don't trust you guys. You guys you guys ain't going to arrest me, right? You ain't going to. He fucking dumbass. So they get him. And, uh, well, actually, he runs. And he's fast. I give him that. But they catch him. They tase him. And he's down on the ground squealing like a stuck pig on the ground. <laughs> Loud as shit. And, uh. It's just funny to me. Why, number one, why are you going to call fucking 911? Because your fries are cold. I've heard of people doing this shit. Calling 911 when they're in their drive-up window or something because their their food's fucked up. Are you, people like that. I don't know if they're just, if they're crazy or if they just are so fucking full of themselves that they need to call 911. It's an emergency, Okay. We're going to waste all that time because some fucking chucklehead got his fries served up cold. Anyway, I was watching Seattle Seahawks. They look like shit again, you know. And I kept I kept saying last year before the draft, get that quarterback. I think he was from Mississippi State. Malik Willis. Remember that name? Malik Willis. He's a quarterback and he ran like a fucking deer down there. And he was up for he was we could have had him in the draft, like our first fucking pick, right? Round late in the fucking first round we could have took him. Even the early second, I believe. But they didn't. We didn't get a quarterback. We got fucking Drew Luck. He's out with COVID. He can't play tonight. So uh, we gotta go with uh what's his name? Seattle Seahawks. They're, they're sinking to another new low, right? Once you build a dynasty, once you, they're not, they weren't even a dynasty because they didn't win enough fucking Super Bowls because they didn't hand the ball off to fucking Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, you can still, you can, you can hear that I'm still a little bit upset with that fucking thing. Anyway, the Seattle Seahawks, if, if they, if they win eight games, I will be absolutely and totally shocked. We didn't do anything as far as fucking, I don't know, Drew Luck. Maybe he will be the, the, the next something or other. I don't know. Anyway, work has been going pretty fucking good. I don't know. Well, this has been the Tribal Brand Podcast and everything like that. I am Winton. Peace.